Hello, and thank you so much for tuning into my podcast. Uh, I know it's been a while since I uploaded something here, and I have so many reasons as to why, but I won't bore you with those reasons. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, for today, I'm just going to talk about my life. Yeah. About my life. I don't know why, but I just feel like talking about it. And maybe if there's an interesting interested person out there who would enjoy listening to my story then good for you i'm glad i could make you you know find something to listen to <laughs> yeah so anyway uh i was born march 1990 something <laughs> yeah and so yeah march i'm a pisces because i was born march 2nd maybe that's why i'm a bit overly emotional i don't know but it could be that if you believe in all this astrology and whatnot stuff yeah but i'm told like i believe in astrology like to some extent yeah then some extent i i don't like i don't know <laughs> anyway so i was the second child rather i am the second child why 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 i am the second child in a family of two i guess it's just i and my older brother yeah so and according to my parents i wasn't supposed to be conceived okay not really my parents but according to my mother she said i was conceived by mistake yeah and apparently when dad found out that mom was pregnant with me he was furious he's like why how did this happen and she's like hey what do you mean how this happened and you know you know what happened <laughs> yeah so yeah you know but despite me being an accident they still chose to you know keep me yeah so here i am <laughs> yeah so when I think of my childhood, I don't really remember much because, you know, it's really hard to recall stuff that you did as a child. But I feel like, okay, not really feel, I know that every time I think of it, mostly it's the negative stuff that come to mind, you know, especially this one memory. Like there was a time, like one night, my dad was, you know, my dad, I and my brother were in the living room. My mom was in the kitchen preparing us our supper you know so our my dad was teaching me how to spell my name that day i think that's why i recall this day very well because i was learning how to write my name <laughs> big deal yeah so uh he was teaching me how to write my name and my mom was in the kitchen making food and then all of a sudden she comes into the living room like really upset for what i don't remember but she came in really upset and she just started screaming and yelling at dad and at that point i'm like oh yeah here we go again because i mean that wasn't the first time we were seeing them yelling at each other in our presence you know and from the yelling it quickly became physical like you know they literally used to fight like physically fight you know my mom was this person who was like no nah, i can't that a person you know just lay a hand on me and not return the favor you know she was this woman who was i don't know what she was but she was so okay she still is proud to defend herself she's like i bit like i don't really care if you're my man or if you're what i bit you know yeah so 
you know so all that escalated quite quickly like it happened so fast and one would expect i and my brother to just start shedding tears asking them to stop or whatnot but no we didn't because we're used to this once they started fighting i just picked up my book and went to sit outside yeah same as my brother he just stepped out and like you know what i'm just gonna play outside in the dark you know it was at night so yeah i don't know why this memory is always what comes to my mind every time when i think of my childhood but i guess there should be a meaning behind that i don't know a psychologist i failed psychology when i tried to enroll in, in, in you know psychology school i don't know <laughs> so yeah um, it wasn't the best childhood i would say because i don't remember any good days and the fights were like i said all the time they like they happened on a regular basis so much that my dad would sometimes spend you know a long time at work just to avoid coming home to arguments we'll be there watching tv suddenly something comes up fight starts we'll be sleeping or maybe early in the morning something happens a fight you know and because my mom was this person who used to fight back no one really got hurt like really bad like you know to a point where you'd say it's gbv or something like that because i mean they they just it was their thing so one can report the other to say this person abuses me and whatnot and i don't think back then okay my country back then it wasn't really something like when a, when a man beats a woman it was normal they'll be like why didn't you why were you disrespecting your husband i mean you deserve the beating that's how it was back then so whatever yeah anyway moving forward to days i can actually recall um okay i really don't know <laughs> But every time I think of the things I've been through, like as a child, I, I I wondered like, did other people really know? Like relatives, did they really know what was going on at home, like in our house? But then growing up, I discovered that they kind of did. But because my mom was this person who didn't want anybody coming to her house, doesn't just she didn't care if you're a brother-in-law, sister-in-law, just don't come to my house, like uninvited i don't want you here you know she was this person just so bossy for what reason i don't know she too has her own explanation for that i guess but you know i really wish she could explain herself to me because that way maybe i could understand why certain things were that way but because she's still a bit cold and you know she just blocks me and that's not really good it's just worsen the situation you know anyway so yeah I'll, as i was a kid i also kind of like had this health condition i was bronchitic yeah which which i really hated because because you know being bronchitic <laughs> it's the worst disease ever i had to receive medication like almost every day because my dad my dad would give me these injections for what i don't know but i really hated that part like every day before it goes for work i'll receive an injection and i really hated it but i guess it helped because now i'm good <laughs> yeah um even if i i like at some point my parents had to separate i don't remember but i was yeah i was still young and i don't remember how they separated i've just been told different versions of you know what happened that day 
all I know is after the separation, like the same day they separated, I'll, my brother and I were split, like so many provinces away from each other, or the cities, I don't know which one is which. Yeah, so I was sent to live with my aunt in Lusaka, like just within the city we lived in before the separation. But for my brother, he was sent to a whole different province, and that was the Copper Belt, to live with my other aunt, and, you know, it was just bad. So the separation actually opened a new chapter in both I and my brother's lives, because I think from that time, he and I just disconnected. Yeah, we just disconnected. Um... My mother, on the other hand, like, I hear she was left behind. Okay, she was. No, I hear it's actually true. She was left behind. Like, like, according to one version of the story of how the whole thing happened, my grandma came through because um, my dad was ill. And apparently my mom left him home with the kids. And she went to visit her friends. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, so because of that, my grandma was so pissed. She's like, you know what? We're living. Like, you cannot keep living like this. I, you are coming to my place. I'm taking care of you. The kids are going to go to your sister's homes. And we're leaving this woman here. And I think I, it, it kind of could, it could be true because dad never got anything, like property or anything. They just literally left the house with everything in it. Yeah. So upon being taken away from that house, um, they agreed to send a few people to just, like my dad's relatives, to just pick whatever they wanted in the house. Like just share property, like it's yours. Just get whatever you want. Get the TV, get the furniture, get anything you want. It's just free for grabs, you know. <laughs> and that's what happened. So I'll pause on, because now they're like, our lives have been split like into four there's my mom and whatever she went through after the separation there's me there's my brother and there's dad but i think i know a bit of each person's experiences after the separation yeah but i'll focus more on my experience because i mean i lived it (laughs) yeah so a little while after after dad became better and whatnot, he moved to a different country, moved to Botswana. And there he started working at a hospital as um, lab tech, yeah, a lab technician. Yeah. Um, but he left us here in Zambia, like with my brother and dad still remained in Zambia. And I continued living with different uh, people. Like I would live with this aunt, I would live with that other aunt. And it was just crazy, you know. So I just started with living with my youngest aunt in one of the, you know, in a really, like, shanty compound. Yeah. It was called Kanyama. If you're Zambian, you know where that is and you know the kind of lifestyle that is in Kanyama. So, you know, I was young and I was taken to such a place and I had to learn the ways of life in Kanyama in that shanty compound because you know I had no choice yeah I wasn't even 18 by then I was just a very young kid it wasn't the best place to grow up in but 
I called it home because I had nowhere else to go, you know. I remember my cousin and I selling in a small shop made of plastic and wood just to earn some money for food and bills. My aunt was so good and caring, but she had trouble raising me. Yeah, she was really, really like, she cared so much. She had so much love to give and she really wanted the best for me, but she had trouble raising me, you know, because taking up a broken child to care for is not easy, I think. I didn't know, I didn't understand at that time, so I always felt I was disliked because my aunt would usually find herself yelling at me, uh, hoping doing so will help fight the so-called demons or bad habits I had. But now that I am grown, I, I can safely say that that was the wrong way to go about it. I honestly do not shame my aunt for using what whatever method she used to try and change me. But I really, okay, I really don't blame her because, you know, people, I know it's really, um, they're not that informed or educated about mental health and, you know, impacts of uh, a child being raised around such a toxic like home, like where parents are fighting their presence. People don't understand that. I think they still don't. Like, I don't know why. But anyway, yeah, she, people actually thought I was possessed because I was always quiet and moody, you know. If someone tries to, if, if like, if you just say something to me that I disliked, that's it. I won't talk to you. I won't respond to whatever you're asking me. And that was the challenge my aunt had with me. She was like, I don't know what's wrong with this child. Like, why don't you talk? Like, why all this moody, you know? You don't say anything. And she'll try to beat that out of me to say, if I beat her, she'll be responding whenever I ask her something. Or if I, you know, whatever I see her going quiet again, if I continue beating her, then she's going to stop that habit. But of course, I didn't stop. It was just something that was in me. I really wished I could stop, but I couldn't. I also didn't know why I just couldn't do what my mind wanted me to do. You know, because I'd be the same. Girl, just try to, you know, just try to be good. Try to be good. Answer your aunt. Don't be moody. Why are you always moody? I'll ask myself these questions. But then I really never got answers. I really didn't understand. I couldn't control it, like, you know. So then I, I got to believe, okay, yeah, I was, you know, I had demons. Like, I was possessed. I believed it. <laughs> you know, so as I kept growing, I grew more and more silent. And most people never liked that about me. I remember one of my aunts refusing to have me over at her house simply because she did not like the fact that I was usually quiet. Hearing that really hurt me and made me feel neglected, like nobody wanted me at all. Firstly, my parents and now my aunt, like from that moment, I just kept thinking I was a burden to everyone. The feeling of being a burden made me wish I could just stop existing. I was only about nine to 10 when I started feeling this way, I think, yeah. Mom still wasn't nowhere to be found. We tried looking for her when I cried for her, but we could not find her. Dad too briefly abandoned my brother and I. And when, like, when he moved to Botswana, he just 
stopped like he cut all connections like communication he wasn't communicating he wasn't trying to reach out to us nothing you know my aunt would try to call and say what about the kids like oh, please i'm too busy for that you know he never cared much about what was happening to us like he literally didn't want anything to do with us you know and then to some extent i was glad all this abandonment and separation happened uh, when i was too young to understand what was really going on but either way the effect is just as bad as it could have been if it, if if it happened when i was older i don't know maybe so i don't know anyway <laughs> Uh, I think I should end this part here and I'll resume the other part next time. I hope I'll be able to do it as soon as possible. Yeah, so stay tuned and check out the next part, hopefully next week or later this week. I don't know, just (laughs) come back and check. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Thank you.